Hey guys, and welcome to another great episode of Be Hero Presents, the Bump Car Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, as always, Brian, and with me tonight is my tag partner, Psycho. How you doing tonight, Psycho? Uh, wait for it, wait for it. I'm tired. What? <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> I, I, I'm exhausted, and uh, when you're listening to this, uh, listeners, uh, I'm going to be on a boat. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming to you from the future. I mean, I guess it depends on when they listen. If they listen like two months from now, you're probably not going to be on a boat. But you know what? If if you're listening to this two months from now, let me know. I will get on like a makeshift boat just to make this make sense. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get imagining. I'm imagining you're in this like little like blow up pool and you're sitting on a little <laughs> boat that's your son's inside well, the I, pool. <laughs> I was thinking in the bathtub but but that's a little weird <laughs> all right <Okay>. anyhow <laughs> the last two episodes we have gone and not per se rebooked but reimagined what wrestlemania could have been like if wrestlemania from wrestlemania one were all two nights as they are now. And what could have what matches could have been there for the main events of the first night, what main events could have been the second night, and how it would have changed the world of wrestling as we know it. So if you haven't listened to those two episodes, go listen to those real fast. We'll be here when you come back. They'll be very fun to listen to. Now we went from one to twelve and thirteen to twenty-four, and now we're finishing up the last set that were not two nights which would be going from 25 to 36? Question mark. We'll find out. Stay tuned to find out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, I think I can't remember if it's 36 is when they went to the doubles or 37, but somewhere around there. Whatever one was before 2020. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I lose track of the numbers after a little bit. With that being said, guys, this has been super fun. I'm actually kind of sad we're down at the last set because I've actually enjoyed this a lot more than I thought it was going to. So let's go ahead and finish up this last ones and get ready for WrestleMania 39 coming this weekend. So that being all said, start us off with WrestleMania 25. Okay. Uh, This one... For the two matches, uh, this one's pretty easy, but it's just a matter of which one I pick for night one and which one I pick for night two. Uh, I'm I'm going to say night one. The main event of wrestle uh, of night one, I'm going to go with the Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Uh, great match, and if this was a one match, if this was a one night, that's probably what should have main evented because nothing else could follow it. Uh, and much like Hogan and The Rock from WrestleMania 18, uh, the crowd was kind of dead after. Um, so I figure put it on its own night, the night before, and then it'll give the crowd a chance to to get ramped up again for night two. Um, but that's my night one main event. Thoughts? I, I you know, I thought we were gonna go Hardy v Hardy, you know, Matt versus Jeff and Extreme Rules <laughs> match, but uh. <laughs> Uh, you know, I thought about it. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> or the D was Battle Royal. 
wow, this was a uh, unique show. Um, that being said, you know, I think this was the first time they did Money in the Bank at WrestleMania. No, it's not. We talked about this previously. That they're... Are you joking? I am joking. I'm messing okay. with you. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to get the controversy going already. Oh, I, I was like, it? you're trying to be controversial, moronic again. That's a corner. <laughs> I, I'm trademarking that phrase. <laughs> I'm putting that on a t-shirt. Um, with that being said, I I think I'm going to fl- flip them. Mm-hmm. And again, it's because of, like I've said for most of these, it's the story. Right? So we're going with probably having H and Randy main eventing night one. Uh, that makes the most sense. Now, subsequently, the other title match, I would have uh, semi-main night two, the triple threat. Just one, because mm-hmm. it leaves the ability of having this match all by itself, so it still gives its prestige and everything that it needs. But I, I think we start off with having this match, because on paper, this match is a good match. Triple H, Randy Orton, they're going to have what will subsequently be a good match, but it's not going to top Taker and Sean work-wise or story-wise. Okay, I'm going to... Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, my pick for night two is Triple H and Randy Orton, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. As a match, kind of flat, right? It's It's super flat, but I think that that was partially... Because of following Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, right? Um, but I'm going to push back a little bit on the story aspect because I think the better story is Triple H and Randy Orton. If you think back to this, they had the story. Orton had punted um, Vince McMahon, which is Triple mm-hmm. H's father-in-law, had done that, had had kissed Stephanie, had they had a tremendous buildup where Randy Orton for that little time period from the Rumble to WrestleMania was the hottest heel in the company, like so hot that that he was either getting booed or he was getting cheered. Like it was, he was getting the most reaction out of anybody. And, and yet, I still think the other one had the bigger story. What's the story for that first the story for the first at, match at this point? At this point, it was what eighteen years. Undefeated streak, 17 years undefeated streak. Okay. And Sean, who is known to be Mr. WrestleMania. I mean, if it was any other show, then 100% Triple H and Randy had it. But these two are the pinnacles of WrestleMania up to this point, right? They are the top tier. You're building from every WrestleMania that they've appeared on, building up to this for this match. So it is, you know, as good of a story as Randy and H had going into this. And don't get me wrong, they did. Especially in comparison to any other match on this card. They only had five months at most to build a story outside of stuff dealing with Evolution, which was four months or four years or so before this. Uh But you had 17, 18 years of H's streak. You had what, nearly 20 years of WrestleMania stuff that Sean was involved in. You said H's streak. 
And we're talking about. I, yeah, man. Uh, take her strictly. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I over here looking at my list and saw looked yeah. and saw the word Triple H <laughs> while I was saying it. So, but I, I think the story is bigger because it's a longer lasting, and it, it's where it's at. It's at WrestleMania. I mean, I think either way, I don't think you can go too wrong here. Um, no. Now, with how the match has turned out, if the Triple H and Randy Orton match was going to turn out exactly how it turned out, put it on night one. You know, because Sean, <laughs> you know, Sean and Taker, if that, if it, if they weren't going to put on a better match, having not having to follow Sean and Taker, then sure, put it on night one, um, and then you get it out of the way. Uh, I mean, like I said, Randy Orton was the hottest wrestler going into this and then triple h beat him in a flat match and lost or and lost all of his heat so um triple h does that to people sometimes but <laughs> yeah uh but yeah um we have the matches it's just different orders but i'm not going to argue too too much against uh putting sean and taker on night two all right so WrestleMania 26 now. And uh this one this one's a little bit more this one's interesting. Um I think I main event night one with uh John Cena and Batista. Uh, I think it's, you know, I mean, it's for the WWE title. I, you know, I thought momentarily about putting Chris Jericho and edge here in the main event of night one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, since neither one of those is main eventing night two, in my mind, uh, you're, I think you go with the bigger match and that's Cena and Batista for night one. This is all again not the greatest uh card. The only match and nothing to do with quality, but all with story that I would maybe put over this one. And it's really only just to have a different answer. <laughs> it's Brett versus Vince. If if that was an actual match, you know, I would I would consider it because obviously mm-hmm. You're talking about story. I mean, how many years of buildup was there, right? Yeah. With Brett and Vince. Now, it was obviously like a non-match because Brett couldn't bump, and so it was just Brett beating the crap out of out of Vince McMahon for, let's see, how many minutes? Uh, eleven minutes. So, I mean, the story was there. I just think if you if you haven't made event night one or any of the nights the fans are going to expect a lot more than what we got. Yeah. They're, they're going to expect like, like Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon from previous years or Shane and Vince, you know, which is not what we got. It was, it was really a, it was more an angle, you know, than it was a match. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I agree. And I think that having seen Batista, who were kind of the the top 
mm-hmm. faces at the time or faces of the company at this point where is the best match for this for night one and of course what we're going to talk about for well, night two but just to have that little bit of difference mm-hmm. you know in there and really it's the only one I'm I'm looking through this list and almost every other match save Agent Sheamus and Ray and Punk were all multi-people matches and uh, uh, oh, and of course the, the world championship yeah, with Jericho yeah. and Edge but yeah. And Jericho and Edge could have very easily main evented one of the nights. I mean that's yeah. a that's a big enough match to do so. But yeah, it's um I mean, I, I just think Cena's Batista is a bigger match. And honestly, if it was any other WrestleMania, that probably should have been, you know, the main event like of the whole of the whole show because Cena and Batista, I mean, that's a mega match if you ever saw one. On paper, that's mm-hmm. like that's like Hogan and Warrior of the Era era or something, you know, that's the two biggest stars. Um at, at least at one time. Yeah. Um, but obviously night two, uh what else could you pick but Undertaker and Shawn Michaels? You know, uh I don't know. If you have this main event the previous year of night two, uh I don't know if it still works to have it made event again. Maybe it does. Maybe it's that epic. Um, I'm of the mindset that I prefer the first match over the second match. Um, uh, I mean, the rematch. Uh, I I, I pick, would pick the original of WrestleMania, but uh, Undertaker and Sean uh, with Sean's career on the line. I mean, I mean, just the epicness of Sean you know, that whole finale and him losing and retiring, uh, you have to have that main event, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it has to be the main event. And I also agree. I, I, I prefer 25. 25 uh, probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite match of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of who's in it, the story building and everything else like that. Uh, it, it's pretty much nearly a perfect match for doing nearly nothing. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say that. I think they worked their asses off, but, uh, well, I'm, I'm meaning in in comparison to what you see now. Right. So you say, um, any, any Kenny Omega match, uh, like the one I just got done watching with Kenny Omega and, uh, Vinkingo from, uh, triple A. And or CMLL, wherever one he's at, uh, it was a great match, fantastic match for a main event for a weekly show in AEW. But they did like a gazillion bumps, and there wasn't a ton of story. Where that one and this one both didn't have anywhere near the quality or the quantity of bumps, but had such a better match story in both of these. It, it's why they're so amazing. That being said. I 100% agree with you on this one. I mean, there's nothing else you could have done. Yeah. Um, and I, I do disagree, though, that it was not the best card because there's actually some really good matches on this show, like Rey Mysterio and CM Punk, like the Brett and Vince, not as a match, but as, you know, pay on, paying that off. Mm-hmm. Um, and Triple H and Sheamus, not, not too bad of a match. Even Randy Orton against Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase, you know, 
you know, uh, um, legacy, uh, you know, legacy explodes or whatever you want to call that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some good stuff there. Well, uh, I'm just looking down the card. Like, I don't remember the triple threat match between legacy, which says a lot. Well, I do. Um, I don't remember the battle Royal at all. And I'm trying to remember, uh, Yoshitatsu and I can barely remember. This might've been where I was watching the least amount of wrestling. Um, I don't remember the unified tag t- uh, titles, and I can't imagine uh, the Miz show or whatever it was called, the Big Miz, whatever their tag name was, uh, doing great against uh, Morrison and Truth. Uh, Jack Swagger winning the Money in the Bank, I don't care. Uh, Triple H and Sheamus, I remember being good. Uh, Randy and CM Punk, I remember being good. And Jericho and Edge, I remember being good. Um, but I don't know. My mind's only really remember in this one is Sean and Taker. So it, it, it might have ruined the rest of the card <laughs> in my mind for me. So all, all right. right, let's keep moving on. Yep. Uh WrestleMania twenty seven. Right? Yeah. Yep. Um all right. So this one I'm going to put Night one. I think night one, I'm doing Undertaker and Triple H in the No Holds Barred match. Um, I think coming off of the previous years, especially if you've got Sean and Taker main eventing, you know, night two of both both years, uh, the story is there for Undertaker yeah. and Triple H there. It's not my favorite match that they would have at WrestleMania, but it's a it's it's a decent one. Um, it's probably my least favorite of the three that they had at WrestleMania, actually. But, um, but it is, it is good. Um, and then, I mean, I'm just looking at anything else that could have main event in night one besides my night two main event, which we're getting to. Uh, and I'm, I don't think I would have put anything else in that spot. You want to drop Edge and uh, Del Rio in there? I mean. It is a world title match, and it is Edge's last match actually for years until he yeah. just, you know, he, he returned in 2020. Um, so for, but we didn't know it. Yeah, we didn't know it at the time, and uh, I'm not the biggest Alberto Del Rio fan, and so, um, yeah, no, that 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 wasn't going to main event in my mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I, I think I have to agree with you for this one. It, again, not the greatest card in the world. Uh, Randy and CM Punk, I, I remember being all right, but I don't remember a ton of it, which tells me it wasn't amazing. Cody and Ray, I remember being pretty good. Uh, ugh, great Cully in a battle royal. <laughs> I mean, clearly you were going to put Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole in main event of night one. I mean, Come on, be controversial. <laughs> I can't even figure out a good way to spin that. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that being said, yeah, uh, it, <laughs> Triple H is uh, attempt to follow in Sean's footsteps essentially and try to get that win. That I mean, there's you couldn't have a better night one match. Yeah, no, 
Noah trying to spin that to say that that should be the main event of night two? I thought about it. I did. But it doesn't have the same kind of gravitas that Sean and H does. Should try again. Sean and Taker does. Uh, I I keep I don't know why my my eyes keep focusing on Triple H on these cards when I go to say Taker. Your um, eyes keep focusing on Triple H, huh? Well, you just know, definitely that, that have something to be to worried about. <laughs> so, uh, that being said, yeah, I mean, I I I don't think that this is story strong enough to go to main event night two, which is odd because my night two on paper, you would look at and you'd be like, really? But I, I, I just because of how everything was going into this, it is the better match. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, night two, the Miz and John Cena, right? That's the main yeah. event of night two. And I don't think it's just for that. I mean, although Miz was never hotter than at this time frame. So you think Miz main eventing WrestleMania, you know, and, It'll probably never happen again and all that. But at the time, Miz deserved it. Uh, and the video package that they did promoting this match at the beginning of or right before that match uh, was pretty amazing. Um, basically, Miz being an outcast mm-hmm. uh, and finally making it to the main event. Uh, but it's also because The Rock played a major part in this match. And... Of course, you're going to end night two with The Rock um, doing his thing. Uh, yeah. What was going to top that? Nothing. No. Exactly. And, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything that could have been different, but there's not. Uh, and speaking of Miz, I think Miz both proved a point at this match that he could be a main event anytime he chose to. And he was um uh, hotter than he's ever been and at the moment has ever been at this point. But I think this also proves that if they chose to, they could heat Miz back up again mm-hmm. to be at this level uh, at any point they chose to. Yeah. Um I mean they they did give him a second championship, a second world championship when he cashed in his money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to do it, so he is a two time champ. Um, they can't sure. take that away from him. Um, all right. So moving on to WrestleMania twenty eight. Um, now this one, mm, obviously, I I have an obvious night two main event. Um, but. Night one, oh gosh, I think Seamus and Daniel Bryan, eighteen seconds. <laughs> yeah, because we're we're not rebooking it, so it's just as is. Oh, so <laughs> I, I think that that you know for having that be the opener, and then that happening, the heat that you know at, that happened out of that. Uh, <laughs> I think it would have been worse if that was the main event and it ended that quickly. Think about that. <laughs> that like that would have been horrible. Um so it, yeah, it could have been worse. Uh but no, I'm going with Undertaker and Triple H Hell in a Cell for main eventing 9-1 because it's a streak, it's Hell in a Cell and 
it is the best match that they've ever had together. So it is, you know, it's the with Shawn Michaels is the guest referee. So you have all of those elements there in that story that you 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 keep talking about is the the story is there. And if this is any other WrestleMania, that could have main evented the whole thing on night two or whatever. But there's a bigger match coming. Yeah. I've been looking through the matches and everything else, and I I can't I can't think story wise a better match to put here than this one, but not it's not it, as great as the story is. It's not a stronger story than the other match for night two. But I'm just trying to think: is there any way I could spin it? That makes sense to have it as night two, and yeah, I think this is this has got to be both night one mm-hmm. and the main event of it. Yeah, I mean, night two, you've got the Rock, who's you know making his big comeback of you know to have a match at WrestleMania. Yes, he returned mm-hmm. the previous year, but they built this up him versus John Cena for a whole year here yeah. and talk about a story, you know, going <clears throat> into this and the heat, the, you know, where you had that like real life animosity kind of playing, you know, playing into it at the time. Um, and it was truly once in a lifetime. At this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I couldn't really say that with a straight face, but just... which it works out great in a podcast. Yeah, yeah, um, you can't see me. <laughs> that being said, yeah, I I totally agree. Like, you you can't really top the story building through this. The arguably one of the hottest, but not the hottest worker from the Attitude Era, and you know, building his career up in Hollywood at this point. And then Cena, who is pretty much taking the ruthless aggression era on his shoulders and ran with it. And you couldn't get any bigger than these two at this point. So, no. And, it you know, it was a big deal at the time for this match. It didn't need a title. It was mm-hmm. it was your big dream match, you know, that you didn't think that you'd get. And honestly, if if the hell in the cell between Triple H and and Undertaker happens in the main event of night one, and then you've got Rock Cena main eventing night two. I mean, I can't think of two bigger matches for a WrestleMania weekend like that. That might have gone down as the biggest WrestleMania weekend of all time. Yeah, and then having the whole show of each show to mm-hmm. tell the story of those main event matches. Yeah. It, that gives you so much opportunity. So, Yeah. I'm I'm kind of getting excited about, you know, if it if only it had been. Um right. All right, so now we've got WrestleMania 29. Okay. This one is harder for me. Um by Henry and Ryback. Well, I was thinking Fandango and Je- Chris Jericho, but you know. Oh, um, <laughs> that was a lot better match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Um, 
Gosh. I think main event night one. Uh, I think I'm going to Undertaker and CM Punk. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, CM Punk was never hotter. I mean, well, I mean, he just came off of his his big uh, title reign that was the longest uh, for a long time up until recently. Um, mm. And trying to beat the streak. And at this point, the streak still meant a lot. And uh, I think it was a good match. And so I think if they had built that up as the main event of night one, I think it means that much more. And people might actually think, oh, it's main eventing night one. CM Punk's coming off of this big, long title reign. Maybe this is the guy. Yep. That's exactly the way I was going to spend it, too, is like going through this. And, you know, for years we've talked about who would be the guy to take on or take the streak down. Because that is that is God-level rub for anyone right there if you beat the streak and cm punk didn't didn't per se needed it but if he would have had it that would have been huge and if he would have main evented night one i i agree i think that it that would have been that one extra notch of but could it be him and i'd already been thinking of it at the time like it could be him who else could it be? Right. We we would get the answer uh, a year later, but uh, here here's my thought on this. If CM Punk main events, night, even night one of WrestleMania, and they gave him the one to beat the streak, I think CM Punk stays a year, you know, the following year. I don't think he walks out because one of his big reasons he left was he wanted a main event WrestleMania and they didn't mm-hmm. give it to him. And and so I think here you give him the main event and you give him the streak. I don't think he walks away so easily. Yeah. Again, I agree. I I between that and looking at the card, the rest of the card, there's not really a controversial answer I can give you. I mean, the other title match is Del Rio versus Jack Swagger in a submission. Oh, God. Yeah. And uh, let's see. You got a tag match between Team Hell No and uh, Ziggler and uh, Big E. Uh, Maybe. Maybe the six man. Yeah, maybe the shield because the shield was super hot. Yeah. Um, maybe, but I don't know if it's bigger than the streak and it's bigger yeah. than the heat that Punk was already getting. So, uh, maybe, maybe the Miz and Barrett who are no. only on <laughs> maybe Triple H and Brock Lesnar. That's a possible, but it just didn't have it didn't have the heat that Punk and Undertaker had at that moment. Well, looking at the tri- the six man, looking at Taker and Punk. I remember the stories for that match going mm-hmm. into this. I, for the life of me, do not remember the story of H and Brock. Well, I think I, I'm a, there. I think he was kind of like not wrestling that much, so he was kind of just the authority type figure. And Brock Lesnar, like 
attacked him after Brock went crazy or something and they set up the match. Um, kind of a, I don't know. And it didn't live up to expectation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine it. So, um, right. you know, I'm going to, oh, I'm yeah. going to go with the six man actually. Okay. Uh, I think Taker and Punk it was really good, and I, it probably is the right choice. But, and this is kind of going against a lot of the rules I've set the last two shows and everything else. But looking to the future of who you have in this with the whole of the Shield, you know, Rollins, Ambrose, Reigns, and then even Sheamus, like these are some of the people who will run the company over the next several decades. So, um, or other companies over the next several decades. So you're building their WrestleMania story now. And this is like, I think this is their first WrestleMania for the shield. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I could take them as night one, but I, I I still think taker and punk's the right answer, but I could also see this. So you just don't like punk. Honestly, I don't. Uh, that's another discussion. We we've we've debated on that. <laughs> um, lots. Obviously, you know we don't see eye to eye on Punk. But um, so main event of night two. Rock and Cena twice in a lifetime. Um, I, I here's the thing. I actually going into this when I looked when I knew that this was coming up as the main event, you know, and I. I debated putting it as the main event of night one for this until I saw that there was nothing else left that was going to be a huge match that could have done it. Yeah. Um, I only debated it because I remember going into this match and Rock was the champion. And sorry, the the ending was the outcome was never in doubt for me because Obviously, Rock wasn't sticking around to, you know, keep the championship and defend it moving forward. It was clearly for John Cena to get his win back and to win the championship. Uh, And so to me, it was less and it was less interesting than their first match because I had already seen it. It was for a championship. So there was no I mean, if there wasn't a championship, I thought. Maybe, you know, Rock could win again, you know, to, you know, and they could do an interesting story there. But because the championship was involved, it it was pretty much a, a foregone conclusion to me. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. All right. Uh, WrestleMania XXX. Ooh. And no no Playboy Bunny match in this, I don't think. I don't, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they missed they they missed an opportunity there. If it wasn't for the PG era, um we, we missed out. Um This one's a little bit more difficult. WrestleMania 30 here. Uh I think this gosh, this one's really tough, and you can you can go with a different answer here for night one, but I'm thinking what if night one was main evented with Daniel Bryan and Triple H and um, and then you have so you have that as the main event which makes it mean even more and then you lead you know 
uh, I'll just spoil it now. And you do the triple threat match with Orton and Batista and Daniel Bryan for night two main event. I think you make that the whole story of the show. The only thing I see you trying to be controversial, and I'll just say it before you can do it, is main eventing night one with the streak being lost, you know, with the taker losing to Brock Lesnar. Um, and that would definitely get people talking if that was the main event of night one going into night two. But the match wasn't it, you know, Undertaker got a concussion and doesn't even remember the, you know, the finish to the match and everything. And so it, it's, I could see that and I'd be okay with that if you like opened still with Daniel Bryan and Triple H and then you, you had Brock and Undertaker main event. But um, I still like it better the other way with Daniel Bryan basically running both nights. I don't know if you saw my face <laughs> when you started going down this path because this is exactly the one I wanted to do and almost for the exact same reason. Um, it's If you have Daniel Bryan run both nights, one, it does mean more, but what it also does is it kind of gives a salve to the fans who were wanting Daniel to win the Rumble and say, you know, kind of a WWE's way of like, we hear you, we do. So this is what we're going to give you. We're going to give Daniel not one, but two nights main eventing, and you leave home happy twice over. The other aspect is it puts more doubt on the triple threat of Daniel winning if he wins night one. Yeah. Because if he wins night one, you're like, but if he win, won that one, why would why would they give him night two? Why would they have him win twice, uh, both nights of WrestleMania? Could they do it? Would they do it? And especially after, you know, screwing him over for the, the Rumble thing. It could have easily added a ton more doubt to it. Well, yeah, because you, then you're thinking, oh, is that their way of saying we gave you what you wanted? Daniel Bryan winning in the main event of WrestleMania. He's just not going to win the big one, you know, mm -hmm. the next exactly. night. Exactly. Yeah. So it would have allowed more doubt. The other thing is uh, they played on an injury from the first uh, the beginning of the, the show to then with him. They could have played that so much more. Talked about like how Daniel had to go to uh, uh, a local medical facility after the night to go get seen with some injury that they make up like a bruised liver or something. They could have done so much more of a story onto the second night, building it up, well, making those odds even more for Daniel. Well, and think about this too. Let's say you had, you did do the, you know, he went, had to go to a local medical facility and then you play it up on night two. Like, is he even going to make it back to the building? He's still in the hospital, right? Or medical mm -hmm. facility. Uh, well, Vince isn't running it anymore. I'm, I'm going to say hospital. <laughs> All right. So, oh, so then you've got, um, halfway through the show or maybe right before the main event you have you know daniel bryant you know a limo pulling up or maybe not a limo but a vehicle pulling up to the arena and daniel bryant gets out hobbling you know or whatever you know selling you you know selling it and doctors could be like you're you're you know you're not cleared or whatever you know imagine the drama that they could have went into that i mean they could have yeah it was already a big deal but they could have 
magnified that and just went completely all in on it. Yeah, totally. And they could have. And as much as I want to be controversial on this and do Brock and Taker, there is no better way to have done it without having Daniel run both nights Um, and be the only person to do so. So, yeah. In fact, okay, so let's let's talk about this. So if we don't do the Brock Taker thing, because we both agree Mm -hmm. on the Daniel Bryan stuff, where would you put Brock and Taker on a two-night event, knowing the outcome? I've got my uh, answer ready. I think, if knowing the outcome, I would put it semi-main and night one. Not knowing the outcome, I might lean it to night two, semi-main. So here, here's here's my thought. I think you do do it semi-main of night two. Because think about this. You've deflated the crowd, right? Because they're like, oh my gosh, Undertaker's streak, and it's DeBrock. And they're just completely shocked. And they're still, like, discussing it. Or they, you know, maybe they do an interview with Brock, you know, backstage right after it happened or whatever. And then the vehicle pulls up and Daniel Bryan arrives that instantly gets the crowd right back into it. Like, Oh my gosh, you know, like what is going on? I mean, I think that that's the only thing that could have brought the crowd back up after, after uh taker. Cause as it stood, it was the semi main, you know, and then, and then people cared a little bit less of Daniel. It was not semi main. Oh, okay. Well, it was pretty close though. Wasn't it? It was uh semi semi main. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, they had a Divas Championship match between the two. Well, yeah, there because nothing was going to follow it. So, um, okay. So, but either way, I remember the crowd being a little deflated going into the main event, and mm-hmm. so if they, but if they had built up the Daniel Bryan thing to where he pulls up and. He's fighting off doctors right then. I think the crowd gets right back up for that. And so I think it works better that way. I agree. Yeah, not man, if that would have only happened, that would have we'd be like rewatching these WrestleManias as, you know, newly constructed on two nights. Mm-hmm. All right. So WrestleMania 31. All right. So I'm going to say, and I'm not going to do the cheap thing and split up the <laughs> split up the the finish of what ended up happening. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say night one. Okay, I've got this. Uh, I would main event night one with Triple H and Sting. That I mean, the build up was there, uh, and you know. Finish notwithstanding. Uh, I mean, gosh, if I could rebook it, I'd put Sting over there in the main event of night one, and it would be awesome. But <laughs> but even with how it ended up, I mean, gosh, if you built that up over one night, you know, to, to be the main event of night one, I think it means so much more. You could play the WCW packages leading up to Sting and showing his history and educating the fans that, you know, didn't watch WCW. Uh, 
I mean, gosh, that would have been a much bigger deal had they done that. And with the shenanigans with the NWO and DX coming yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, that was perfect for a main event spot. Mm-hmm. You're going to be controversial and and uh, go with something else there? I'm thinking. The problem is, is you and I think too much alike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, and, you know, sometimes there's only limited access or limited ability, what you can do. But. Huh. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a couple of things you could have done. But the ladder match is the only one on mm-hmm. here I'm looking at that I might have done over it. Um, for the IC title. Mm. Only because Daniel Bryan wins it. I, well, I, I mean, that. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I'm just looking at what else there was. I mean, potentially you could have built up John Cena and Rusev, you know, if, I mean, potentially, and that would have made Rusev a bigger star. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, gosh. I just don't see anything else. Yeah, really, the only one I would do over is a ladder match, but even that, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I think Edge and uh, Sting, which is the one I was looking about putting there, is the right match to put on there. But I can see the ladder match being there, too. I could also see one other thing. If they did, like, Randy Orton and Seth Rollins, it would build a story to what is the main event of Night 2, in my mind which is Brock and Roman and then Seth Rollins coming in to cash in his money in the bank briefcase and winning it. If you had him lose in the main event of night one and then come down to, you know, night two in order to walk out as champion, that would tell a great story. Um, so I wouldn't be terribly. I just don't think, I don't think that Seth Rollins and Randy Orton had, you know, I don't think it could have carried a show like Triple H and Sting could have. I agree. Uh, it's pretty much exactly what I was going to say. Is I don't think that where Seth was then mm-hmm. could have done it. Right. Um, if we did it now, like Randy Orton suddenly was right. back to have a match, and we did Randy and Seth, hundred percent, we could do that. Uh, without a title, but where there's no title on the line, the story was kind of weak. It was more of a, you know, hurry up and build up from the last pay-per-view kind of trip or a McMahon story of this era. I just couldn't see anything. Uh, again, I think that if, if it wasn't the, uh, the agent sting match, it would be the ladder match. It'd be night one. Yeah. And if that was the case, I would put H and Sting as semi-main of night two. So, all right. That being said, night two, all kind right. of an obvious one. Oh yeah, yeah. We we kind of already, I already said it, but yeah, yeah. Brock and Ro- and and Roman, uh, with Seth Rollins cashing in. Um, I I actually think this is their best match that Brock and Roman have. And it's their first one. Um, I don't think that the matches that followed in, you know, however many matches that their trilogy 
at WrestleMania's and their SummerSlam match and their, you know, or SummerSlam matches. I think they wrestled a couple of times at SummerSlam. I don't know. They've wrestled a bunch. Yes, um, they have. Like almost as much as like John Cena and Randy Orton. Um, but this one, I to me, was the best one. And with the best finish. Uh, SummerSlam notwithstanding with the forklift and all of that, lifting the ring. That was cool, but... Mm-hmm. But it didn't have the same impact as Seth Rollins cashing in and 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 walking out as champion when they kind of booked themselves into a corner here because the fans didn't want Roman. They were he he was just barely starting to get pushed down their throats, and he wasn't Daniel Bryan right at this time, which they still wanted. Uh, yeah. And Brock, you know, I think was. I think Brock was going to take time off again or something like that. So he had to lose or, or something. Um, and so nobody knew what was going to happen here. And then they went with, with Seth and a lot of people didn't see it coming at the time. It wasn't so obvious. So. Heist of the century. Yeah, it was, it was actually really good. They made, you know, chicken, you know what out of chicken salad here. And it was, <laughs> um, it was pretty good, actually. I actually enjoy this WrestleMania. All you know, all things being told. So, alrighty. So moving oh. on now to WrestleMania 32. Okay, this one. Oh boy, um, I can go a couple of different ways here. But I'm I'm gonna go the main event of night one. I'm gonna go with I'm actually going with the women's championship triple threat. And I, I because it's like a little bit early from when uh when they would eventually main event WrestleMania, but you got Charlotte Flair, you got Sasha Banks, you got Becky Lynch. And this was when they first, they had just announced earlier in the night that it was going to be rebranded from the Divas Championship to the Women's Championship. Yeah. And this actually was, in my mind, better than the eventual first women's main event. Um, I enjoyed this match quite a bit, actually. And so I think you give it that rub this year uh in the main event of night one and if it's two nights it's a little bit less risky than putting it as the main event of the whole show like would happen um and i think it adds that much more to this match (sighs) i'm frustrated you you are because again that's the one i was going to go with uh The only other match I could see taking that spot and largely due to what had happened the year before is Shane and Taker in the Hell in Cell. That's the only one I could see replacing it as night yeah. one. Uh, the Divas match is great. And that's, I honestly, I agree with you. I feel like that's the right answer. But the sh- Taker and Shane, especially with Taker 
making his, his his comeback, as it were, after losing the streak at the last WrestleMania, and then having this match, I think this is the right path to go down. Well, and Shane had just returned, um, and so that was a big deal. And you had the mm-hmm. stipulation, I think, of if Shane wins, then he gets to control Monday Night Raw, or, or he gets to pick a show. I forget the exact verbiage there. Um, so there was a lot riding on this match. Um, but I mean, and it's hell in the cell. So you have a lot. I mean, I can't argue too much against, you know, if that was the main event of night one, because the stakes were definitely there, um, Mm. for it to be important. I just, I don't know. I, I, I like the first time that they rebrand the women's championship to the women's championship again. Um, I like that. If that was the main event, uh, I think. It just means more. But I, I, either one would be fine. Yeah, I agree. Um, the, for making the, the match more and having more production value and everything to it, the women's match would also mm-hmm. have. Um, this is also the night that uh, Snoop Dogg gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. And Snoop Dogg is Sasha Banks' cousin. They could have made a huge production, which they did a little bit, but they could have done a huge production for Sasha coming down for the main event in the women's match. Yeah, and this is completely random, but you guys can't, you listeners can't see this, and I don't know if Brian saw this, but I just pulled a French fry out of my shirt pocket. <laughs> And I saw you doing something. I, I was like, something, something's in my pocket. And I pulled a French fry. This is what having kids. This is what <laughs> happens. Well, you know, so. I'm trying to figure out why you keep reaching into your pocket while we're talking about the women's match. <laughs> it's like, that's a weird, you know, that's a weird place to reach into. But uh, and then I pull out a French fry. I am a magician. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to move on now before we get canceled. Uh, and the main yes. event of night two, of course, would be Roman and H. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to say that I'd surprise you and say that it's not. But, uh, I mean, it, you know, the Rock and Eric Rowan, you know, the seventh <laughs> second match. I mean, no, it's uh, number one, nobody knew that was happening. So you couldn't have built it that yeah. way. Uh, Roman and Triple H actually had a a good story, and it was a decent match. Um, and yes, I pick it for to main event night two, based on the story and based on it being for the championship. However, uh, for some reason, this match, like again, it was like Rock and Cena for the championship. It was the outcome was never in doubt. I mean. Yeah. Roman wasn't the guy that they screwed with, you know, to uh, if this was Daniel Bryan, I'd be like, oh, Triple H might win, you know, but but it was Roman. They they tried everything to get Roman over. It's it's amazing that they finally succeeded, but I think it was in spite of themselves later on. And not as the baby face that they envisioned. All righty. So. WrestleMania 33. Let's see if you're going to pick the exact same ones I am. I'm sure you're going to. (laughs) 
Um, okay. I'm going to. Oh boy. I'm thinking here. I'm thinking. Uh, this is interesting. The, this is well, <laughs> sorry, sorry guys. Uh, this is interesting to me because if if Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho had the Universal Championship behind them instead of the U.S. Championship, very easily could have made a man in night one based on the story that they have going at the time with the friend, the festival of friendship or whatever it was. Um, but because they kind of derailed that story and um, I think main event of night one. I think you do Brock Lesnar and Goldberg as the main event of night one for the universal championship. Yes, it's short, but all Goldberg matches are and this had a main event feel to it uh and i think it makes it a little bit harder to predict if it's the main event of night one um but that's that's what i would go with it's hard to disagree with you on that except for one thing the biggest pop I have heard of the WrestleMania since Daniel Bryan winning it. Mm-hmm. So I would have the ladder match for the tag titles be night one main event. One, this is back. This is starting towards bringing back a new era of tag team in the WWE. Uh, it, it dies shortly after this, but this is the start of something big. We start having a lot of good quality tag teams at this point and the hosts of this uh pay-per-view are the new day and they build the story for this which it felt like it could have main evented uh uh the night just based off of the story build for this of there's initially it was gonna be a triple threat tag match and then it became a four-way and they sell it as that's like Oh, there's one more team to come out, and they start get like make, like they're gonna take their stuff off to be the other team to come out for the slider match, and then the Hardys music hits, and the crowd erupts. It was huge. I erupted watching this. Uh, I don't remember if you were at my house or not that night, but I was not. I, I remember freaking the hell out about it because I was so excited to watch these two together and doing their thing. Uh, there it was a huge surprise. Nobody knew there was nothing, no dirt sheets, nothing on it. So it was, it was about the most genuine surprise pop that you could get, especially during you know the huge internet age we're in now. To have something like this, this would be, I think, the best night one main event that you could do. I'm not going to argue that because I considered it. I, I, because I was like, oh man, that would be huge. And I think though, if you have it main event the fans are going to expect something. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they'd be like, Oh, new days, you know, maybe, but cause you put it in the main event and they're, you know, the, the alarms are going to start going off in people's heads. Like, wait a minute, what's going on here? What would they have expected Matt and Jeff? 
Probably not. They probably would have expected, okay, New Day's going to put themselves in, and they're the exactly. oh, so it makes sense, and maybe they do some sort of a, a finish, you know, or whatever. Um, but no, I think the only thing that I hesitate putting it as the main event is just because it's a tag team championships, and the Hardys were hot, but like the rest of the people, I mean, it has Enzo in it. I mean, it I know... Does. But Enzo and Cass were pretty hot at this time. Uh, you had the Bullet Club who were hot, and Sheamus and Cesaro who were super hot coming into this doing the bar. That is true. That is true. Um, yeah, I'm not going to argue against that. Um, you could do either or. It'd be fine. Um, obviously, I think the, the Brock and Goldberg is more of a money match, but it didn't have the mis- it didn't have the pop that Hardy Boys coming out got. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you that. Um uh, main event of night two. Uh I think you still go Roman and Undertaker, but I'm very hesitant. That's a very hesitant putting that on last because it, it still felt like they were shoving Roman down our throats here. And Undertaker had already lost. Um and so I was a little dismayed with this. Um and they if they had had Roman win and then, you know, with that heat that he had the next night on Monday Night Raw, where the crowd was like like completely on him, you know, and and he said, you know, I'm not a bad guy, I'm not a guy, I'm the guy. You know, if he had cut that and actually turned heel, if that was the start of his heel turn, then okay, great. You know, he could have went with that, but that's not what they did. He cuts that big promo and everyone's like, oh, that was amazing. And then he just is like a John Cena type. Back to normal. Yeah, back to normal. Like it never happened, you know, and that was, you know, it was such a waste because we could have had this version of Roman Reigns then if they had done that right. Yeah, totally. I agree. Um, But, you know. Even with the WWE or with the uh, the big title matches on here with Randy and Bra- uh, Randy and Bray in that weird projected light on the ring match, oh god, and Braun, uh, Brock and Goldberg, like even on paper, none of these seem like they would be the main event over Roman and Taker. Yeah, which is sad to say. So, okay. All right. WrestleMania 34. Okay. So this one, this one's a little bit harder. Um, I'm just looking at it and I think you go with, oh, let's say, gosh, it's just so hard knowing how the matches turned out. Um, I would go with. I think not knowing if you if you just go in not knowing how they ended up, I think you still put AJ Styles and Shinsuke as the main event of night one. Um, and you know not knowing that they were going to have a great match, and I mean maybe you don't because it's a disqualification. Um, so maybe I'll. Well, no, no. AJ pins Shinsuke, I guess. And then it's the low blow after, right? 
That's what it says here in my notes. Um, I only remember the low blow. I guess I don't yeah. remember the full finish. So I guess that okay. So I guess it's the low blow after the match. Um, but it 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 definitely did not live up to expectations. No, I and that. I I seen matches with these two against each other going before this, going into uh, or going into this, um, with them in uh, was it Noah or New Japan? No, it's New Japan. Yeah. That uh, that they had amazing matches, and I was so dismayed at this match. But again, oh, what else could it be? Actually, what, I've, I'm, I'm, uh, I've got an alternate here. Daniel well, Bryan's return. Daniel Bryan's yes. return, teaming with Shane McMahon against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That had the heat to it because Daniel Bryan just came out of retirement to have That's this true. match. And so I feel like that could have also easily main event in night one and had the crowd going crazy. Um, So, I mean, I think that's the better thing. It has more heat to it than what we got with Shinsuke and AJ. But it, again, it, it's a mixed bag. If you're looking at it on paper without right. knowing how the quality of the match is going to go, I think the better match to have on paper is AJ and Shinsuke as night one. Right, and that's why I knowing how it. yeah, knowing how things go though, I agree with you. I think Daniel's return match is the best way to go, especially if we had it where he had you know done the double nights and a couple shows uh, beforehand. And stuff like that, because I kind of built him as the new Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah, so, I mean, on paper, knowing not knowing how things were going to turn out. I mean, you do Undertaker and John Cena, Undertaker's return against John Cena, you know, but knowing it's going to be a two minute match, um, you know, uh, yeah, obviously they wouldn't have booked it that way. No. Um, all right. Well, that yeah. being said, I guess uh, we're still sticking with uh, Brock and Roman. Yeah. Twice in a lifetime. Yeah, and <laughs> so, so so good they're going to do it again. But mm. uh, but yeah, I think so. Um, I just think uh, at the time that seemed like a huge match again, and it was shocking when Brock ended up beating Roman. Um. I remember everyone was thinking, oh, Roman's going to win. And then, wait a minute, you know, yeah. we, we just found out that Brock re-signed like the day of and it put some doubt on it. But we still were thinking, I think, that Roman was going to win, uh, but he didn't. And so that yeah. was like, what are they doing? Yeah, I mean, I guess the other option we could have done is not a main event for night two is uh, Braun and Nicholas Cone beating Sheamus and Cesaro. <laughs> I mean, you know, say a Nicholas, you know, one, you know, main evented <laughs> WrestleMania. No. Um, but for everyone that knows, Nicholas was a ten year old kid. Uh, I think he was like the ref's nephew or son or something like that. Because uh, Braun needed to yeah. uh, defend the title. No, he needed to uh, have a tag title and then go after yep. the titles. Yes. So. Yep. Uh, the less said about that, the better. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. all right and our final yes. wrestlemania to talk about tonight wrestlemania 35 okay so this one 
it's interesting here, uh, just in how it was kind of booked, but I think I would go with I think I'd go with Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar main eventing night one um, instead of opening the show like how it did. Because, uh, you know, the reason this kind of became the opener is because Brock was like, well, if I'm not going to main event, put me first. But if he was the main event of night one, then you've got it as a main event. And it means a little bit more, I think, when Seth beats him than having it in the opener. Um, I disagree. Ooh. Okay. I think I put the women's triple threat match as as it as night one, and I'll explain why when we get to night two. Okay, but but my reasoning for it is one: it gives them that pop, and they totally deserve a main event spot. These three are amazing in this match they do a fantastic job and at the time ronda was as over as she had ever been you yeah, know or ever would be yeah really. ever would be yeah she'd never reach that again no. uh, at least so far maybe maybe she gets heated up and who knows but the rose wasn't off the bloom here or the bloom wasn't off the rose here there you go <laughs> yes um and so Ronda was still a very big deal, and everybody thought she was the it girl. Uh, yeah, the next Kurt Angle yeah, or Brock Lesnar. Exactly. And so, uh, and the build up to this match, they were all built up so well, Becky Lee and Charlotte and Ronda, that, uh, gosh, there was nothing bigger on paper and with that kind of a buzz than these three women. At the time, it was the strongest story we had seen in such a long time at the WWE. Um, I mean, think back to the that Raw where the three girls are fighting while they're all handcuffed in the police vehicles. And Ronda takes that knee while her head's sticking out the window. Right? It's a fantastic story and a fantastic match, but not the best story on the card. Well, and Becky was probably the most over of anybody in the company at this point. Yes. So save one. Ooh. Okay. Uh, this is interesting. Um, my night two would have been them. So I mean, let's uh, we're kind of talked about, but who would you put as night two? Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Okay, I'm going to disagree if you're saying Kofi was more over than Becky here. At this time, at this time, uh, going right from uh, Elimination Chamber, there was nobody hotter than Kofi. And the push that they had for Kofi Mania, this, you could not have had any other match on here as night two to get the crowd going home happy. People lost their minds almost as much as when Daniel won it. Uh, several sh uh, shows beforehand. I love Kofi, but Kofi's no Daniel Bryan. No, Daniel gave him such a rub for this match. But the f this it, it, this again allows WWE to be like, we're listening to you fans kind of thing. This adds so much more. And 
as great as the story was for the ladies' match stuff, I think the Kofi story was better. Because it, well, at this time, it was 11 years in the making for Kofi going to the main eventing and everything else. They had all of the stuff going into it. They had the stuff with Randy uh, getting ready to hit with this. They, they, there was a ton of great stuff for it. There was. Um, gosh, I'm just thinking that... Um, I lost my train of thought there, but I think... Oh, yeah, I think, though, that the Kofi story kind of happened by accident. Oh, 100%. You know, he, but that I, doesn't mean it wasn't the better story. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it. Uh, the only reason he was kind of in that spot was he, you know, they put him in the gauntlet match and the fans got so behind him, you mm-hmm. know, that, that, uh, yeah, he he can thank the fans for getting him that championship because it was completely fan fueled. And as a face, what is your job? Is to get yourself over, right? Yeah. Your job is to get the fans to sympathize and see themselves in you, and that's exactly what they did here for uh, for Kofi. Kofi was so over because the fans could see the eleven years of his work ethic, the eleven years going into this of every bit of uh, you know, sweat, blood, and tears that he put into this going here. And they were pushing for it because of that. They could, they could feel that. It's that one thing of, this person could never do it. This person is not the person to do it. I could never be that person. They keep telling me, I can't be that person. And then you're helping him get to be that person now, right? So you're able to sympathize and become that person, essentially, which is exactly what a face is designed to do. That's why this was the best, best story on the card. Now, and it was still a very good match. I think the triple threat was the better match, but the match was still really good, too. It was. But which match had more significance? That's why they get night one. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the women's match had more significance. And again, that's why they got night one. <laughs> you, you just keep changing it to fit your narrative. Because when, when you're like, if if this was earlier, you're like, oh, the more significance, you know, and it leads somewhere, that's going to get the night two over my night one. And then because it fits here, you, you're... You're using the same reason to say that's where they get night one. No, that's why they get night two. I'll give you the, my personal reason of why I think the Kofi match is the best match for night two and to get the fans home happy. Because you live vicariously through. Well, there's that. <laughs> um, hey, you laugh. I'm not laughing. I'm, I'm being serious. Like, I vicariously did live with through him. You're like, this um, is like me and Mike beating Psycho. I'm living through. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, the fans actually have to help me book that, and no fan was going to help me book that. Um, when Kofi wins, and even to this day when I watch that match back, when Kofi wins, I get emotional. I still get like that uh, the goosebumps in my arms because of how loud the crowd was, how the emotion was for that match. And I felt that more than later on with the Triple Threat Ladies match. As great as that match was, I don't feel that. 
for them at that point. I felt it for Kofi. I had a more emotional reaction to Kofi winning than I did for the ladies' match. And again, nothing to put down the ladies. They did a fantastic job, and they deserved what they got here as the main event. But if we were splitting them in the two, I would probably put them as number one, match one, not match two. That all being said, there's the caveat that we don't know how things were going to go. And we didn't know the emotion would be there. So there is that bit where uh, on paper, not knowing what was going to happen, it, it is a huge dice roll to have that as the main event night too. But I had to go with the, this one as, uh, you know, how I felt. And obviously on this one. hindsight being 2020, I mean, Kofi's no longer in that spot and Becky's still over. So, I mean, there's that as far as staying power. Um, yeah. And now, part of that's not 100% Kofi's fault because they just jobbed him out to Brock on a SmackDown in, you know, in seconds. And that did, yeah, him, no, him. did him no favors. Yeah. But, but that's yeah. how I would go. Okay. That all being said, guys, hit us up on our social medias. Tell us what you guys thought. Tell us if you would have done Becky uh, oh, Becky and the triple threat as night two over Kofi and Daniel for night two on WrestleMania 35. Let us know your thoughts about all of these that we've done tonight. And throw down your predictions for what's going to be the main events for WrestleMania 39. I think we should offer a prediction here um, on, on those. Uh, well, and- give me a second. Let me throw okay. out the social medias and then we'll do our predictions. Okay. So I want to hear your guys' predictions going on. Hit us up on our social medias, which is Be Hero Media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as everything at this Be Hero Media at BeHeroMedia.com. You can also reach out directly to Psycho at Psycho Wrestling on Facebook or myself at Mike Burke DCW on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. So, Psycho, what do you see as night one of WrestleMania 39? Well, first, let me say that when you said Becky and the Triple Threat, uh, that sounds like an '80s girl band, like or you know, like Joan Joan Jett and the Blackhearts or whatever. You know, it's oh, that's great because Joan Jett was actually there on Thirty Five. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, but uh, so my main my main event of night one, I'm going to say, uh, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley main event night one. Okay. Okay, and then I say main event of night two. Uh, duh, it's it's Roman and Cody. The only other match I could see is night one because I agree with you both. Um, is the tag match with uh, Usos and Sammy and Kevin? That one I can also see is main eventing night one, but. I guess the question is is what you do. If you have that main event night one, then that allows the Usos and Solo to be able to come out to interfere in night two. But if you have the complete implosion of the blue line night two, which makes a better thought having uh, Sammy and Kevin win over the Usos either... Or uh, like semi semi main or semi main, and then have 
the Cody and uh, Roman, that means that it's that less amount of interference that Cody has to deal with. And you see the bigger implosion, the, the, the finale of the story of the bloodline. I could see that, but I could also just as easily see that tag match uh, being an opener for one of the nights. I could be, and it would be very hot. If it's opener, though, it's opening night, too. Yeah, I could see that. So, but, but let us know what you guys think. So hit us up on those social medias. That all being said, a little real quick business coming up on, was it April 8th? Yes, April 8th. Devotion show, next show coming up, Payment Due. Well, it's going to be a huge show right down there at Light Tree Studios, and I'm super excited to be there. We had such a great show last show. I Myself, I was involved in a six-man. Good times. This one's also going to be a great time. And then the following week, at Harriman, or in Harriman at Providence Hall High School, we will be having a summer break. It'll be a Devotion Championship Wrestling and Gates Entertainment fundraiser for the Providence Hall football team. All, I believe most of the proceeds, if not all the proceeds, go to the football team. So come on down there. We'll be having the returning Eric Bischoff on that show. And it'll be a great time. And I'll be honest with you, we're going to have the lead singer of Royal Bliss there too, which I'm super excited for because I'm a huge fan of Royal Bliss. So come on down to that show. It'll be Providence Hall High School. You can get tickets for both of those at Devotion Championship Wrestling on Facebook or DCW Salt Lake City on Twitter. All right, Psycho, so is there anything else I can think of? Uh, No, it's past my bedtime. Yes. <laughs> it's getting to my bedtime at this point. So, sir, I hope you have a good time, you know, drinking your cheerleader beer or your cheer beer, whatever it is you're going to be drinking on the boat when this airs. And I hope you have a great time watching WrestleMania. I'll be sad, though. I think this is the first WrestleMania in years that you and I weren't in the same room together. Yeah. So, well, we won't be able to, uh, you know, taint each other's thoughts. So this will be interesting when we come back uh, <laughs> the following <laughs> week with our with our thoughts on, on WrestleMania. <laughs> You said taint. Uh, <laughs> and we'll end it on that note, guys. I hope you guys have a great night. And for the rest of B Hero Me or excuse me, B Hero Presents, this is me and Psycho tapping out. Have a great night, guys.